Podcast Network. It was uh, Edgar Allan Poe's birthday. Who? Uh, this past week, Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Uh, the famed poet died here in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, and for the first time since 2010, uh, there's a toaster. This guy comes every uh, every year, was coming every year with a bottle of cognac and two glasses. Uh, interesting description <laughs> this <laughs> year. Does he know that I even have the music playing in the back? Well, the guy who's toasting. <laughs> That's just, I, I, just want, I want your insight, Jeremy, who you think this might be. Because I, I have a feeling we might know this person. Uh, the toaster had a Raven's jacket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know where he's going. He's such an asshole. Go ahead. Raven's hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gloves with a Raven's logo. Okay. A mural. <laughs> That says Such Ravens. A, a, a picture of it. Okay. I think the toaster is Cherokee Don. Could be. Uh, he doesn't normally drink the cognac, but uh, maybe maybe it was two Miller Lights. He's changed it up. <laughs> it was, in fact, two Miller Lights. <laughs> no wonder we couldn't record on a normal night this week. <laughs> we want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another episode, another week, Radio for Winners, Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don, back from toasting Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, man, what a week. What a firestorm from the uh, email this week, guys, and the uh, listener interaction based off of last week. Before we dive into all that shit storm, wow. uh, let me Whoa. tell you. This is the uh, NSFW wow. episode of Radio He's for fi- Winners. fired out of the cannon. People are very upset. Uh, law enforcement very upset with Don. Uh, got one email. Got one email that said, uh, "Hey guys, used to be a big fan. No more. I can't believe Cherokee Don, Red State Don, would turn on us like he did." Signed, Lieutenant Link, Mattiswell County Sheriff's Department. Exactly. <laughs> I knew that you didn't have a name, so I thought I'd help you out there. Hey, I'm honestly everybody. impressed that you had a name since last week everyone was like, hey, you know, the guy with a hat and there was a guy with hair. <laughs> that guy was not so good. No, that's not true. <laughs> we were we were very on point. First, Johnny Keychain's over here. First off, I, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but we got a lot of hits on our Facebook page about that episode. Did you see that? I did not. Okay. I don't pay attention to anything anymore. Clearly, you were you were you were rapidly um, separating yourself from this show. From reality. It's okay. It's not just the show. Don't so, feel special. First off, big special thank you to Ryan Connor for joining the show last week. Greatly appreciate him <laughs> okay. jumping up. I don't know. Do we say thank you? Uh, let's play clip one where he doesn't actually seem to remember the name of our show. So this was on his podcast, Caligula's Grotto, with himself and Aaron Conroy. He did discuss how he was on our show the previous week. I was on um, our friend Tony Grasics and Don Shinamon. And Jeremy Parmentier's uh, what? Uh, not website podcast. Were yesterday. you? No way. And, hey, uh, thanks, assholes. It was it, no. It was uh, so it was funny. We talked about last comic a little bit, yeah. and then we talked about making a murderer. Oh God! And Tony is what's the name of the podcast again? A radio for winners. Radio for I, I was like winner winners podcast. <laughs> the 
Radio like, for Winners. Radio you can for find winners. that. It's great. Um, it's, it is. It is. But I just want to do an impression of our friend Tony describing making a murder. And don't worry, guys. There are no spoilers here. <laughs> he was trying to set it up for every all the listeners so he could debate the guilt or innocence of he it's 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 predominantly what he wants to talk about right now. yeah he like, goes there's nothing he's got other things going on in his personal life goes, but he really just wants to talk about Stephen avery he goes for those of you who haven't seen uh, <laughs> he talks exactly making a murder here, here's what happened so in 84 <laughs> Stephen avery was falsely accused of rape he gets out of prison later once he's out for one year you know uh teresa hallback's dead and some bones and stuff now he's <laughs> in prison he's in prison did he do it like Tony, <laughs> it's like if he's on their show. Listening, and they haven't seen the show. You gave them no information. All you uh, said, a woman was killed. They found some bones and stuff. They really should have played just like the the, the preview that came out before they released this. Yeah. Like having Tony describe some anything, bones and stuff. Some bone. There was some bones and stuff, and now he's in jail. Did he do it? Yeah. That's that might be. I feel like maybe he missed his calling as a prosecuting attorney. Yeah. Bones and stuff. Now he's in jail. I've never listened to a podcast that I've been on. Not going to start I now. I think I'm going to listen to that one. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that. Everybody should Bones listen to that. If you're, ever, if you're ever homesick for three super mid-Atlantic accents, like what? you'll never hear three more people that sound more oh. like Maryland or Baltimore in your life. Like Their accents right. are... Ever, talking to them and just Tony like, and oh, Don there is, it is. They're right down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy's more like, Jeremy, you could be you could be a news, you could be an anchor person. Out of yeah. the three of them, you, could, you have the most non-regional neutral. dialect. But uh, Tony and Don. Oh, nah, man. Nah, oh. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> now, for, for, first off. They have your impersonation down, Tony. I mean, it, it's pretty close. It really was <laughs> almost, it was almost as if Tony was on the show. <laughs> Secondly, I, we offended Aaron apparently by not having her on the show. Well, she's been on before. She has, and she really had nothing to offer to this topic. Secondly, Tony did talk about bones and stuff. He did. <laughs> that actually is a pretty accurate, <laughs> pretty accurate portrayal of how Tony explained the, the show. Best, it wasn't the best intro. I was very nervous. But very nervous. Now, can we? I was can we a lot of things. Hold on one second. Can we dive into the accent piece? I don't think I have an accent. Oh, I think you guys are wrong. I think you See, both I have don't think very... I have an accent. I think Don clearly has an accent. <laughs> I do not. You both do. Now, now you can't say that. The only reason that you say that is because they said that. No, I I mean I know what you guys sound like. We know what you sound like. Everybody says when they listen to the show, "Hey, it's Jeremy and two guys that sound the same." <laughs> so <laughs> And you think Tony and I sound the same? Yeah. I don't think we sound the same at all. I I'm very nasally. Don is more high pitched and sad. <laughs> <laughs> We were on the same team here. You no, started. We are. We're absolutely on the I same mean, team. You, you just chucked a big <laughs> Thank you for being on Radio for Winners. Yeah. <laughs> Bones and stuff. Bones and stuff. Nice. Well, uh, you you know, that was a, a good segment. I got a lot of t- uh, feedback from people that they enjoyed it, even though if they had not seen the show, people who had not seen it said we probably didn't spoil a thing for them. Uh, but Tony was angry after this. <laughs> I'm very uh, angry because, you know, I want to have a discussion based on what was presented in the documentary or present it elsewhere online. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. find facts mm-hmm. or other evidence. I want to have a discussion based on what was presented. However, I just got shot down immediately by stuff that I consider to be essentially uh, just fake evidence. Now, before I launch into that, first, before I launch into that, there's an excellent podcast series called Rebutting a Murderer by Dan O'Donnell out of Wisconsin, News Talk, W-I-S-N. I, uh, it's an excellent podcast. He basically looks at the... Uh, at making a murderer the same way I do, in a sense that it's very well done, 
but it's extremely biased towards supporting Steve Avery's case. There's no other evidence kind of saying that he might be guilty. So right, check ho- out ho- that podcast, Rebutting a Murderer, before I launch into... All right, before you launch into your tirade, before... I know Tony is hot because I actually got a text message about show prep. Now You're never on those emails. I, absolutely not. Normally, <laughs> Tony starts with, don't tell Don Buck. <laughs> so I, I get one, and it, this is essentially what it says. It says, um, next week, you should call the episode Making a Dummy because <laughs> I've been fact-checking stuff. You and Ryan have said, and you're wrong. I'll send you the clips. That's what he said. <laughs> yes. I'm very upset. So first, first off, this is start. wait a minute, this is like the ninth day in a row that I've worked and I get a text message at seven o'clock in the morning call, <laughs> call, calling me a dummy. Well, I was but, very upset. And actually it was me making a dummy because you guys made me sound like a complete moron. Gonna be honest, Tony. No one helped you with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first let me just launch into this uh, right off the bat. Not, we were talking about uh, the auto trader, Steve Avery, how uh uh, Teresa Hallback, who was the victim, um, how she had complained to the auto trader people saying she doesn't want to go to Steve Avery's house because he showed up at the door in a towel, creeped her out. Immediately, Ryan starts in last week saying that's not what happened. Uh, what happened is, is that there's actually two people that claim that uh, Teresa was just thought it was weird because he was in a baby pool and he stepped out of it. None of that happened. Didn't happen. I didn't back that up. I had not heard that. I, I, what I, I have found nothing to indicate Steve Avery stepped out of a baby pool, pool one time and had a See towel, I mean? and that's what freaked her out a little bit. She thought it was funny. No. My inter- but hold on. My understanding, making it up. my understanding was is that he did come to the door in a towel, but only because somebody knocked on the door. She was apparently very early arriving to an appointment. It, it wasn't one of those... Um, um, you know, it wasn't one of those... I won't disagree with that. I won't have to get the newspaper. <laughs> I won't disagree with that. I'm just saying that Ryan's uh, was very adamant that uh, that she wasn't freaked out at all. And in fact, that that, that instance actually never occurred. He was just in a baby pool, which is very strange to begin with, which actually is believable. However, there's nothing on the internet to support that. Listen, last summer, Jeremy was early for the podcast and was sitting outside in my baby pool, and I'm not sure why. There's no water in it. It's very sad. Very sad. So it seemed like every time I'm doing, uh, you know, trying to discuss something during the show last week, I would get interrupted, essentially saying that I was completely wrong. That's how I felt. Now, right now, before I go into this next part, let me just let you and the listening audience realize that I am on my third can <laughs> of this King Winterbolt Winter Ale, which is fantastic. However, a lot of alcohol. So I'm a little bit tipsy, a little bit tipsy. Uh, but we're going to get into this. Um, All right, hold on. Now, just to up you, I am now on my second can of, uh, of what the hell is, uh, of Union Craft Brewing Company's, not just the duck pin, but the double duck pin, uh, double IPA, uh, 8.5% uh, alcohol by volume on that one. Okay, I so don't last week you guys are talking, and uh, you know you're bringing up valid points. There hey, are valid points hey, by, in that discussion. By the way, FYI, Jeremy's not participating again because <laughs> I still haven't seen the show. <laughs> not only has he not seen the show, he hadn't listened to last week's podcast either. But no not, way. neither here nor there. But go ahead. <laughs> I mean, there is there is evidence that's very strange. The lack of evidence actually in the bedroom uh, is. I mean, it's a big question mark. But there was a point in the show last week where we talk about we have a discussion about the plates, and uh-huh. I will go into clip. Oh, um, plate gate. 
clip one here. We actually, or, no, I'm sorry, clip two. Uh, <laughs> how you guys basically shut me down uh, during the discussion. Let's play that clip. Because he, he didn't say RAV4, he, which is what she was driving. He says, yes, he, uh, yes, like he does. He says, he says he green does. Toyota RAV4. He, he absolutely did. All right. So what that discussion was about is uh, Lieutenant Colborn or Sergeant Colborn calling into the dispatch to kind of run some plates. Um, <laughs> so my contention was during it that it was very, very strange that he would call in and say, uh, get the license plate number and then say Toyota 99 and not say RAV4. Because, I mean, who says that? When you're looking at That's, a car, go ahead. It's, it's not a huge point. But it, No, <laughs> it's I'll not. I why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> but but if you, unless the guy is Rain Man, <laughs> unless the guy is Rain Man, you're not saying like... Uh, Oh yeah, you must. Ha- hey, Jeremy, you must have a a '96 Elantra. Like you don't say that. You would say, <laughs> "I know someone who's like Rain Man right now." <laughs> Actually, wouldn't even be. <laughs> Sorry, drunk. It's not even like <laughs> you wouldn't say a '96. <laughs> you wouldn't even say a '96 Honda. You would say a '96 Elantra, or you would say a you know an Elantra. You wouldn't say. What, what you're trying to say is you wouldn't say a '96 Accord. You would say a '96 Honda. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I should would have you, had this third can. Would you like I had me, a very solid point here. You mean to display this say, clip? I'll just stick to it. You, wouldn't, you would say RAV4 if you saw a car. You wouldn't say 99 Toyota. Okay. Correct? Yeah. I, if, you're, if you're looking, would you say that, Jeremy? I, I have if no idea. If you saw a, a RAV4 Toyota, would you say, hey, look, there's a RAV4? Or would you say there's a Toyota 99? Would you you would, would, I would say none of those things because I'm not a car person. I'd say well, uh, they say had some sort of car. That. You don't have to be a car person or not. Would I, you? What would you? How would you describe a car? You would say the year and the make of the car. It's a '97 Nissan Sentra with three hundred thousand miles on it. You would say Nissan Sentra, though. You wouldn't say uh, it's a '99 Nissan. Sure. <laughs> I don't even know what your point is, Tony. I can't wait to hear. I this can't clip. wait to hear the what right, clip so three is. Like clip three. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you to listen, if you would, to. A short phone call. Manitowoc County Sheriff's Department, this is Lynn. Lynn. Hi, Andy. Can you run Sam William Henry 582? Um, okay, it shows that she's a missing person, and it lists to Teresa Hallback. Okay. Okay, that's what you're looking for, Andy? 99 Toyota. Yep. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Clip two. Because he, he didn't say Rav Four, he, which is what she was driving. He says, "Yes, he, uh, yes, like he does." Toyota. He says, "He says he green does. Toyota Rav Four. He absolutely did." Clip three. Uh, I don't want to play the whole clip three. I ask you to again. listen, if you would, to a short phone call. The rest of the show is going to be these two clips, guys. Manitowoc County Sheriff's Department. This is Lynn. Lynn. Hi, Andy. Can you run Sam William Henry five eighty two? Um, okay, it shows that she's a missing person. And it lists to Teresa Hallback. Okay. Okay, that's what you're looking for, Andy? 99 Toyota. Yep. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask. Yeah. Clip three. Clip three? No, we're not playing this over and over again. <laughs> no. One more time. One more time. No, One more time. everyone's time already turned it off. Because he, he didn't this say clip? Rav4, he, which is what she was driving. He says, "Yes, she, uh, yes, like he does." Toyota. He says, "He says <laughs> green Toyota." So Rav4. I'm trying to prove. I'm trying to even like, make a point, and I automatically get shot down by Don and Ryan on this. Very annoying. I think Very the annoying. only point you've proven is that you're on the spectrum somewhere. Mark my word, Joe Biden in the election 
for 2016. <laughs> well, Don, Don is, is no longer the voice of truth, is what I'm trying to say here. Okay. He just makes up his own facts. They make up their own facts. Uh-oh, Don is playing the party music. I'm not quite sure why, and he's not saying a word. When? Is this what happens when Don's angry? He just plays sound clips. No, I, I, was, I was giving Tony his... Apparently, that's what he was looking for. Apparently, that's what he's been stewing about for the past, for, for the past um, I don't know, week. Um, it's just very annoying to try to have a discussion and have the people you're talking with make up their own facts. As you know, go I, I got to be honest with you. That's exactly what Ryan and I talked about last week when we put together a lot of thought and energy into the actual presentation of the podcast, and you showed up not knowing a goddamn thing about it. Um, <laughs> it's like a bully um, coming back after losing a fight and coming back a week later and trying to pick it again. Yeah, 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 you lost. What what did that what did that clip prove? That clip proved that you we have guys dedicated don't listeners. Know what the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> you make up shit, and then you try to shoot me down to get me to stop talking to uh because you don't really agree. Like you don't want to kind of disagree with your stupid point. That you have zero. You guys got everything fucking wrong. No the traitor thing. Well, I try to bring that up. Completely makes up his own his own story about a fucking baby pool. Google Steve Avery and baby pool. You won't find one fucking sentence to even collaborate hey, any of that. I didn't know anything this, about. I never said anything about I a baby say, pool. As soon as I say uh, 99 Toyota, not RAV4, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, absolutely. He absolutely said it. I'm just proving that you guys are terrible debaters. I'm a bad debater, but you guys are even worse. I'm a master Here debater. he is, the master debater. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Very easy joke. <laughs> did, did that prove Stephen Avery's guilt or innocence there? Uh, I wasn't even trying to prove his guilt or innocence. I'm, <laughs> I'm simply proving that you guys are, you guys buried on me. Without even giving me a chance to actually have, and that without even giving like a real discussion about it, you guys, you just presented your own kind of facts and made up stuff as you went along. In the documentary, in my opinion, very one-sided. Can we never talk about this show again? Can we watch a different show and talk about it next week? <laughs> Radio I for Winners. Paul Mateer, <laughs> who, by the way, I'll bring up the next topic here real quick. Uh, <laughs> resolutions, uh, 2015, <laughs> ending the year, going into 2016. Jeremy, put more effort into the show. No, uh, to Jeremy's be fair, not even. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's not submitted anything in the last fucking half of the month. That's true, but I didn't for the last half of 2015, so I'm right on where I was. I'm uh, putting less effort in. God, this is the greatest show ever. I'm very busy, Tony. I'm very I busy. Love this show. I have a lot going on. And then he wants to sit here going, no, nobody wants to hear this. <laughs> nobody wants to hear this. People love radio drama. They love yelling. It's a fact. That's People why we love listen to Howard Stern. That's why we listen to Don and Mike. So why don't you calm down there, Peter, Peter Jennings, with your fucking non fucking your non fucking Maryland accent, you douche. <laughs> All right. Wow. Point taken. Tony wow. on fire tonight. Wow. On fire. Wow. You know what? Stephen Avery could have used him on the defense team. I think Aaron was right on that. Could have been a prosecutor. Bones and stuff. Hey, 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 judge. There's a lot of bones and stuff. Hey. Taba, King, Winter, (laughs) Bolt, I'm going to blame it all on that. Well, Tony, I am. Going to be honest, you calling me a douche, probably the best clip of 2016. We were just starting the year. It's already the best clip. Um, I (laughs) I appreciate your passion. Um, I appreciate you um, you contributing to the free Stephen Avery fund. And thank you for being on board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe this year it's all about thank you, Tony, like we did last year. It was thank you, thank you, Don. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I don't know anything about a baby pool. I'd have to follow up with Ryan on that. I'm sure that he is well, waiting yeah. by oh, the it's phone. Made up. It's completely made up. <laughs> check, uh, just check the last podcast. That's the only where you're gonna. That's the only place you're gonna hear it. I feel, you I, won't find it anywhere else. I feel like we just created like a podcast war. Except they don't listen to our podcast, <laughs> so it's a very one-sided war. The, the guy comes on the show. His podcast name is Caligula's Grotto, and ours is Radio for Winners, and he couldn't remember it. <laughs> no offense, Tony couldn't pronounce it three or four different times. Uh, Caligula's. <laughs> I'm not sure I can pronounce Radio for Winners right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron, who's like, thanks, douchebags, and she has been on our show. Yes. Yes. All right. But we are, we she called us assholes, oh, to be fair. Sorry. And she's right. So We are Just assholes. In summary, I'm a terrible debater. However, I feel like I got a raw deal last week from you guys. Okay. All right. Well, we apologize, even though I had nothing to do with it, because I was not participating. Uh, next week, we can debate what? No more debates for me. It's all <laughs> on you. It's all on you. However, I will bring up one point. I want to ask you one <laughs> thing, Don. Uh, we're now uh, about two weeks, two and a half weeks into January. Resolution from the last show in 2015 for a resolution in 2016. Don, I will work out in 2016. How many workouts so far to date? Zero. <laughs> but he didn't say he was going to work out throughout 2016. So as long as he gets one in on the 31st of the year, yeah. uh, December of next yeah, year, he's, he's accurate. I have, I have played a little basketball, but I, I need to properly play a little bit more. Hey, hey, real fast. Shooting Hoops with Cherokee Shit. Don. New podcast coming up. <laughs> we play the Harlem Globetrotters music in the background. <laughs> Meadowlark Lemon died. Hey, <laughs> did you see that Reddit users have been really jumping into this whole uh, Stephen Avery case and have, ma- have. have major questions about the key that was found? Where were the other keys on the key ring? That is that is a valid question. It's kind of strange because the picture. We're still talking about that. Yeah, I know. See, however, like right there, as soon as you say that, Don, I don't jump in and go. Well, actually, uh, the key ring, the key ring was over. She, only, she never had an actual house. She was homeless completely. It's a fact that she was completely homeless. She only owned her car. This is why I keep going back to it. This is all. This Look is how all, surly you guys. This, this is all fantastic. Uh, just to let you know, there was actually she. Uh, in fact, she never even had keys. <laughs> That's, uh, that's all last week, whenever I tried to bring up anything that was uh, counter to what Ryan and Dom were saying. Well, speaking of rehashing things from yesteryear. Wow, that was a smooth transition. <laughs> Look at that. Ah, Don's smooth transitions this year. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I got made fun of all last year for my transitions. I'm going to point them out every I, time. I forgot I was handing off to the guy that's <laughs> had 17 Catalba, whatever the hell he's had. Some Catalba, sort of- Winter King, Bolt. <laughs> barely surly episode of Radio 4. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. Your turn. I got nothing, guys. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Tony, you have a whole thing here to talk about. Follow-up follow follow from last year. Follow-up from last week. That was it. The no, resolution. No. <laughs> you haven't worked out, and Jeremy put zero effort into the show. That's all I had from the follow-up. I already discussed it. I already slid it in there without you guys realizing it. And then you come back. This is how Jeremy put zero. Oh my god, the show. he's he didn't right. Pick up on that. Wait a minute, he's right. He didn't tell us what the, the follow-up was. I know, and that was the shittiest follow-up. See? Oh my god. We should really start. We should really edit the show. No, we, we should. No, we strength. should really start screening the things that he <laughs> contributes to the no, show. No, it's better to just run with them. <laughs> well, see, 
it's a follow-up because I don't want to say, hey, have you worked out? And then you're like, yeah. Then you decide to work out like two days ago when we do the whole pre-show stuff. I don't, <laughs> so obviously <laughs> I want to make it current, not just throw something out there and say, yeah, in fact, I worked out uh, yesterday in a baby pool. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, besides that, you did have some additional follow-up from last year. We had mentioned we were going to get a fourth host this year. Yes. And we I, reached you know, out to Radio Legend. Uh, I'm very, no, uh... Well, you know, snarling's great, but it can impact your life. I remember, if you don't mind me getting a little philosophic here... Take up my gift play box. the whole thing. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened to me a lot one of clips time in my youth. It was horrible. He did respond. your house late last night. All the shades were pulled and drawn. <laughs> Wait up. <laughs> your silhouette revealed within. You had two doodads on your chin. Okay. <laughs> Let's turn this off. I can't take it. I can't do any more. <laughs> So we, we wrote to the Grease Man. Tony wrote to the we Grease Man to, to see. Uh, Grease Man. I won't tell you what I wrote because it doesn't matter. I just said in the uh, subject heading, big fans interview request. Oh, God, I love the Grease Man. And we got a response. Was it a, this message cannot be delivered as addressed? <laughs> no, in fact. The AOL user that you're trying to contact. <laughs> no longer checks this even. I was concerned because I don't know who uses AOL outside the Grease Man. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure. Is AOL even still around? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I think they are. Uh, he wrote back finally after a few weeks. Uh, Can you read it? Can you read it in his accent? Wait, depending I'll on try. what his response is. <laughs> do you want my? Do you want a Grease Man's Maryland accent? Yes, or yes, do I want... do. <laughs> Either way. Hey. I'm flattered that you would have me on there, Tony. Uh, but I'm not doing interviews at this time. Waddle doodle. <laughs> Good luck with the show. That's it. Wow. <laughs> I think it was written something like I would. <laughs> I listen to your show. No, thank you. Hey, uh, no thanks. Uh, who has some doodads? Wow. Yeah, so no Grease Man. Can you believe it? I, I really, I expected him to be here this year. Not really... only did we not get him as our fourth host, we can't even get him, can't even get him on the. Well, he did leave show. one other point. He thought that I was correct on everything I said last. <laughs> week. Oh, well, see, he's like he's, he's already a... making a murderer. He thought that you guys were rude. I am and curious that to know. Is I... a dude. Don't you <laughs> don't you want to know what what was in the letter? <laughs> Dear Grease Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Please! <laughs> I, it was pretty juicy. I can pull it up. Let me uh, pull it up real quick. Dear Greaseman, I'm not sure Dear you remember Greaseman. me, but I was the guy in the studio across from you that was staring at you awkwardly with my pants off. You used to be on WMET, the Christ Puncher, with you. We were on <laughs> midnights on Sundays. Uh, All right, actually, here is the. Uh, let me pull up the real email. <laughs> the Christ Puncher. WMET! <laughs> <laughs> Where Jesus reaches aisle. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the station I, I worked at. I All right, uh, you can start that music again. I'll do my. Uh, All right, here you my... go. Yeah, big fans. Interview requests. Hey, Grease. We're big fans of yours going all the way back to the DC 101 days. We're sure you get a ton of requests like this at your AOL account. <laughs> but we would love to have you on our show to talk all things radio, fitness, and the state of the Grease. Let us know if you're interested. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's not the douchiest email I've ever I, written. I, I actually, I give you a ton of credit. I think that's the greatest email ever written, and it was perfect for somebody like him. Right, right. I thought. I'm so. surprised he didn't uh, take us up on that offer. 
And uh, speaking of workouts. Oh, we a have look. a recurring segment we haven't done in a long time. If Don pushes the button. We've got a fat snack this week. Now, I didn't provide these fat snacks. Normally, I provide the fat snacks because I'm the fattest member of Radio for Winners. I, but uh, Don brought these bad boys in. By the way, the buttons all moved around. Uh, we'll never figure it out now. No, that's why I walk these. Now, these are, um, I guess, are they the made by Martins? They're the potato chip company, right? Yeah, yeah, Martins. Now, these, um, these are extra cheese with a crunch. These are... Um, Okay, well, that's good. That's the way a bag sounds. Cheese, this is a well-made cheese, segment. Cheese, excuse me, cheese sandwich. Oh my god! On waffles. Okay, so these look like <laughs> little. Hold on, hold on. Now they, it says right on the bag, made with real cheese. I don't believe that. These look like <laughs> if you licked all the chocolate <laughs> off a nutty bar, and then you put a bright orange substance in the middle. You could have told me this was orange cream, and I'd believe it. But this is supposed to be cheese. Take a look at that, Tony. You see that? It smells that looks, uh, terrible. A little bit like a Dorito. It looks like a waffle cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that it waffle. It smells like a Dorito. Yeah, it smells like a Dorito. That's not good. Oh my god, it's horrible. It's like the cheese crackers that you get on the stick and you smear that cheese on the cracker. Mm-hmm. It's easy cheese. Yeah. These are gross, Don. These are absolutely <laughs> terrible. Oh my god. The aftertaste is worse than the actual oh, taste. Oh, God, these are hard. And the cheese got to become soft in your mouth? No, fuck that, Don. Oh, I would lose so much weight if all I had in my house was these cheese blocks. Oh, Jeremy's spitting up. Oh, Jeremy. Don's oh. uh, beat lab. No, oh. oh, the beer is worse because vomiting. now the cheese is melted with the beer. It's wow, you took your headphones off and everything. Yeah, I had to. That was not good. Wow. Well, there's no better segue between segments <laughs> than a bad fat snack to the world's worst football talk. Hey. Thankfully for everybody, there's only two more actual weeks of football because no one counts the Pro Bowl as actual football. Now, last week. We made our picks for last week. The previous week, the wild card week, we were 2-0, and all of us, or 2-2, two and two, I guess, uh, tied, picking wins and losses. Last week, though, one of us picked all four games correctly. All right, let's, uh, let's go through pick by pick. Let's not take that much time. That's a lot nope, of time. I think we should go through pick by pick. Only because, well, gee, I wonder who was it. Who was I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting who picked all four correctly. So the Saturday games last week, it was the Patriots and the Chiefs, or Chiefs at Patriots. All right. Now, two of us who are in the room together picked yes. the Patriots, yes. but Tony picked the Chiefs. So right. from the get-go, Tony missed the first game. Tony is out. But then the second game of Saturday was uh, Packers at Cardinals. All of us picked the Cardinals. All right. And they won. So you and overtime. I, you and I still in the hunt. Yep, 2-0. and Tony is 1-1. One and one. Then on Sunday was the Seahawks at the Panthers. All of us picked the Panthers, and surprisingly, they won as well. All right, so you and I... Three and zero. Oh. Three and zero. Oh. Now, by the way, can you give me the first two games you talked about there? Uh, Chiefs at Patriots, Packers at Cardinals. Um, okay, Lego Man had the Packers, and um, he had the um, he had the Chiefs. So All he right. was he's doing great. Yeah, he he's zero two. Yeah, he's zero two. So yeah, St- St- uh, Seahawks at Panthers. We all picked the Panthers, so we're three and zero. Oh. And then Steelers Broncos. I picked the Steelers. Okay, and I was wrong. I. You and Tony will pick the Broncos. So you, Don, are 4-0 for last week. 4-0. Congratulations. However, you made up everything about making a murderer. Tony's still very angry. <laughs> that Broncos Steelers game was terrible. 
Uh, it was not very good. Uh, Lego Man picked the Broncos as well. So he he was two and he two was two, two. He was two and zero. Oh, just like you two you. And uh, I was three and three and one. And Tony, Tony was, was two and two. Three and one. Because he picked the Broncos oh, okay. too. Like man was two Point is, you got four and zero. Congratulations! This week, thankfully, there's only two games to pick. I swept them. You did. You did great. Dan. I swept them. Yes, you did. Who's the best? Uh, that last week at football picks, it was you, Don. I would like for you to say, Don, you were the best. Say it real fast. Don, you were the best. Thank you very much. <laughs> Please save that for a future episode of Don's Woodshed. Okay, so here is <laughs> this weekend's games: Patriots at Broncos. Now, despite that the Broncos are at home, I'm giving this to the Patriots. They have a lot to prove, and Tony? I think they're going to do it. Honestly, why are we still doing this? Because <laughs> I have nothing else to live for. I am, I'm trying to actually pause in between segments here so I can get this nasty cheese taste out of my so mouth. Bad. It is horrible. I'm going to go with the Patriots. The fact that the Broncos can't seem to score a touchdown. Also, I was looking at Peyton's regular season stats. Not very good. You he's know, this like, year, like, uh, like seven touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Well, he's, he's an old man. Terrible. Yeah, he can still you know. destroy me in the game of football, but I am also an old man. Don, Patriots or Broncos? Denver Broncos. Oh, Don's going crazy this week picking the Broncos. And the second game of the weekend, the Cardinals at the Panthers. I'm going to continue to take the Panthers. I believe they're going to win the Super Bowl. Don. Carolina Panthers. Tony. Arizona. Oh, oh, look at that. Crazy picks. Man, what an exciting segment. I can't wait to see what happens this weekend. That's it. It was only two games. That's oh, it. Football's <laughs> almost over, Don. Just think, next is the Pro Bowl. We're not even going to discuss it. And then the Super Bowl when we'll watch the Panthers take on the Patriots. Panthers. <laughs> is, is that That's who you have in the Super Bowl. Panthers, yep. Patriots. And I think that the Panthers are going to win it. All right. Um, hey, 30. 30 days till NASCAR starts, huh? 30 days till Daytona 500. At least I finally picked up on this. It only took, what, eight weeks of it. I got it down now. When Daniel's out a random number. Uh. Pitchers, and, pitchers and drivers report. <laughs> <laughs> pitchers and drivers. Pitchers and drivers. Oh, thank God. Is this show over? Almost, but we have one more segment to do, the one we do every week. Radio for Winners and the news. That's right, Radio for Winners and the news. Every week we take two to three news items we've already talked about. We bring them back up in the news so that I feel like I contribute something to a show I do otherwise no research for. And I bring them to you for bite-sized chunks. Tony I'm going to have such a hangover tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. <laughs> you see him Did he open his... a fourth beer? <laughs> no, but he keeps... No. He's got his head in his hands and he keeps like rubbing his... Like he's got the regret look. Yeah, this has a high alcohol, seven percent alcohol, and you've already had uh, six of them. Not good, Tony. Not <laughs> good. Yeah, not good. Not good. Not good. Ah. Well, I have two children. Don has four children, and I'm sure, even though three of your children are girls, you've had many times where your children fight with each other. All <laughs> in the past ten minutes. I was going to say that's literally all my kids do all day. I have two boys; they fight nonstop. Well, it turns out, even though I thought it would be a fun idea, someone has proven me wrong. Sarah Jordan. Uh, in Virginia, was running a daycare, and she decided to start a baby fight club. Baby fight club was when she <laughs> she would allow kids to fight each other, and if they refused to, she would spray them in the face with water, uh, <laughs> made fun of their physical appearance, and force them to eat flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> Some of the children that she had in her uh, in her fight club were as young as two. She did this for months until she was finally First caught. First rule of fight club is. You do not talk about Fight Club. Also, no two-year-olds. Good rule. <laughs> it's a solid rule. Uh, when she was finally caught and, uh, and arrested, they were asked why she did it. What was her reasoning? 
<laughs> Why did she have a baby fight club, Tony? You should give us choices. Well, just uh, guess. It's the most common sense answer you can think of. Say why? Why wouldn't I have a fight club? Uh, my entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Because I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most hardcore defense ever. It's better than bones and stuff. Did she film it or no film? Uh, no, I don't think there's any filming. I think that uh, uh, parents just saw the bruises on their children and tried to figure out what happened. <laughs> I believe we could go back to a very early episode of when your son started going to preschool, baby. I think he had some bruises as well. Hey, but you, those guys are from home. Have, you guys have. You uh, have little kids. Is it easy to get them to fight each other? Oh yeah, <laughs> when there's two of them, it, you know, it's hard to stop it. Oh man, no, it's... like I mean, is it easy to actually get them to punch each other? Oh easy, yeah, actually, yeah. They not bite. That you would do that, but is it possible to say? Right, hey, I think go a couple punch. weeks ago we talked about it, my son bit my other son's penis, and it wasn't like I forced that to happen. I just sat there and it happened in yeah. horror. Yeah. So yeah, no, they fight all day long. They do nothing but fight. But again, when they're your own kids and you're on egg and on, it's just having kids. But apparently, if it's other people's kids, it's a crime. I think that she also is the same person that was agreeing with Tony about his uh, logic behind the uh, Stephen Avery. I'll admit uh, that was not a great segment for me, guys. (laughs) You you did all your preparation. You were so excited about it, and then you got drunk and yelled. uh, Well, three things happened. First, I had three. Catawba, King Winterbolt Winter Ales. That was not a good start. And then secondly, uh, old surly Jeremy there is like all disapproving of everything we're talking about. He's like, ah, nobody wants to hear this. I hate my you life. You do this every week with football picks hey, and all our NASCAR come, picks, and we still do it. He's the kid that comes back to the playground and says, your mom, you know, like the next day after you get the shit well, kicked out of him. The fact is, it was not a proper debate because you guys made up your, <laughs> your own stuff. <laughs> you, don't, you don't make up stuff. Hey, no, making up stuff is not a, proper, especially hey, if you're going to talk about news stories. Hold on. If we're making stuff up, uh, hey, Ryan and I uh, will get our resumes together. Fox News. What? No? We'll be on Fox News. Okay. So How about we now? go to the next news story? Because I didn't even know where you were surly. going with that. All right, never mind. Super surly. Well, we're still here this week, which means none of us won $1.5 billion in last week's Powerball. I know I wish I would have, but some people put it way too far, spent a lot of money, and now they don't know exactly what to do. Did you guys play the Powerball? We yeah. didn't even talk about it last week because I didn't want to mention it in case I won and I was going to just vanish. <laughs> I like how none of us went and said, hey, you know what? Maybe we should all. No, no. I bought secret tickets. I wasn't going to share them with anybody. They're mine. I wasn't going to tell my wife. I'm just going <laughs> to vanish. I was in an office pool. Actually, two things. Happened. Wait a minute. Hold I on. Hold tickets. on. Wait a minute. You don't work in an office. I know. Well, you know, I still consider an office pool. But uh, I bought, I bought uh, two separate situations. I bought uh, tickets for myself on Monday morning. Uh, where then I had a, an awkward conversation with a guy who was like, can you believe it was $1.5 billion? I'd have a heart attack if I was. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in my car now. It's 5.30 in the morning. Uh, and then uh, the next conversation I had uh, was a woman texting me that I used to work with saying, hey, do you want to join our pool? Because we're all in different states, so that will increase our odds. But I'm wait, like, okay. was, was one person buying all the tickets? No, no, no. We were all buying our own tickets. Uh, it would have been a terrible okay, tax like, situation. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you know the numbers that they issue in North Carolina are different. Oh, man. People are crazy about and that stuff. I wasn't going to do it because, like, uh, well, before I get into one, I think about the whole uh, – before I get into the lottery point, um, I <laughs> – I uh I was like, oh, you know, I got to do it because the first off, the one woman in the group was like a complete redneck. She's like, I'll tell you what, flat out, we're going to win. So I'm like, okay, rednecks win. That gives me a chance. And then the other woman in the group uh, had been with the company for like 40 years. I'm like, these are the kind of people that win. I have to now be in this pool because I think I have a shot because if not, 
they're going to win, and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, it was the guy who decided not to, not to play. Yeah, I ha- if there was an office pool, I would have had to join it, because if they did win, even if it was only a million dollars and we split it 20 ways, we would all walk out of our job. I don't want to be the guy left. I want to be the guy who walks out. I don't want to <laughs> the be there. The problem, though, is that when do you guys like do you daydream about what you would buy when you win the lottery, <laughs> or do you just stress <laughs> out about all the stuff that you would have to deal with? in order to claim your money because that's all i do i don't actually actually have any kind of daydreaming about what i would actually buy it's all the taxes and all the stress well the taxes are a big come deal. with winning that's because they're going to take about. that from you there i was in indonesia with a bunch of 13 year old boys sorry i was doing my tony fantasy for a second Wow. (laughs) If you won $1.5 billion, no one would stop you. Uh, No, I mean, I I do. And I actually even made a a comment. I was like, hey, you know, I'd rather just just be like the guy who wins a million dollars. Everyone's like, hey, good for you, man, because you didn't win $1.5 billion. But I could live on a million dollars. I'd be content with that. How great would that be? Because there's no stress. I know. You just get the money. No one asked you for any because you've only got a million dollars. That's such a great question, too, by the way, because I don't don't fantasize about what I would buy. I just fantasize, you know what? I I don't have to go to work today. Yeah. I, I, I can go tomorrow. See, I don't I even go the have next that. day. I, I don't even have that enjoyment. Like <laughs> I, I, I think about, I got to go to work now, and then I got to get a financial advisor, <laughs> and then I don't want to have all the. Do I have to get bodyguards because I'm going to have 1.5? <laughs> I don't even fucking get to the point where I'm buying anything. It's awful. It all I just makes want sense. The one million because after taxes, it's five hundred thousand dollars. It's not life changing money. It'll help you, but it's not going to change your life. One point five billion dollars would help. Would change your life. But one million, if you won the one million, it would still change my life. I wouldn't go to work ever again. I would pay off my house, and I would live on nothing, and it would be incredible. You could end up, if you manage it properly. And I would not. Yeah. (laughs) 400 jet skis. Hey, uh, I'm that guy. What are you doing Thursday? I filled up a whole movie theater full of nachos. Yeah, I bought a a trash can. I put a bunch of ones, and I lit it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, many people did not win $1.5 billion, because only three people did. And one of the people who did not win was Cinnamon Nicole, actual name, from Cordova, Tennessee spent all of her family's money on Powerball tickets and they did not win, which is a shock. Cinnamon Nicole. Cinnamon Nicole. So in order to recoup their losses and get prepared for the future and realize they made their mistake, they spent all their money on lotto tickets. They started a GoFundMe for help. Yes, they did. And this is what the GoFundMe text is and and they made some money i'm gonna be honest i'm surprised people donated with this did they really make money they made eight (laughs) hundred dollars please help me and my family as we we've exhausted all of our funds we spent all of our money on lottery tickets expecting to win the one and a half billion and are now in dire need of cash with a small donation of at least a dollar a like and one share i'm certain we'll be able to pick ourselves up from the trenches of this loss and spend the next fortune trying to hit it again <laughs> you know, you can at least live that last part off. Just leave the part where you're trying to pick yourselves up from a horrible mistake and move on, and people might feel bad and donate a couple bucks. When you immediately say and spend another fortune trying to hit it again, that's when you realize perhaps this is not the GoFundMe for you. <laughs> I feel like maybe that part she was kind of just dis- is it a joke? Because like that last part makes it seem like a joke. It would be, but then again, you've gone to a lot of trouble to set up a GoFundMe and. Uh, well, they did. They, she did end up coming out because the GoFundMe was, I think. Taken, oh, they got rid of it. Yeah, they they took it down. Um, they. So uh, she did not even get the eight hundred dollars. Went no, back to the and, original donators. And she she apparently did say, "Oh, this is a big joke, and it was blown out of proportion." It was not a joke. She was totally trying to recoup her money. And she might have. I don't know how much. I mean, I, I didn't spend eight hundred dollars on lotto tickets. I've been excited to get that extra money. I could have quit my job. <laughs> Did you guys see the scene at Chino Hills, one of the locations that won the lottery, the Seven Eleven? No, 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 no. 
They play this on the news. Uh, after they announced that Chino Hills, the 7-Eleven Chino Hills, won, uh, you know, was one of the winning locations, uh, all these people showed up. They're, they're chanting uh, Chino Hills, Chino Hills. Uh, and then they were expecting, there's a few people that were actually were expecting the lotto winner to show up to claim their prize. Can you imagine being that guy? Well, first off, you're not going to go to the 7-Eleven with your one and a half billion lotto ticket and expect to just I cash it. it out. I hey, got uh, it. Can I just, I'll cash it out here. I'll take it in 20s. And uh, if I get a double big bite and uh, <laughs> one of them sausage dolls. I uh, got a purple Gatorade. I'd like to get a purple Gatorade. <laughs> and I want, you can give me the rest in 20s. <laughs> why would you go to, like, why would you go there? Like if uh, the place down the street. Had like a, even a fifty thousand dollar like any amount of money. I'm not no, gonna go yeah, anything there that's over. Out. I think a thousand. You can't do it at stores anyway. You have to go to the lottery office because they have to verify the ticket. They have to verify who you are <laughs> and make sure you're legally o- able to cash that in. It's usually like over six hundred bucks. Yeah. Either way, I've like never won that much on scratch offs. I act like I've won the the biggest lot. I've won with five dollars with the scratch offs, and I'm like, yes, everybody, look at me. I'm a winner. You again are the only person I've ever gone to buy liquor with, and you go to the scratch off thing and buy a bunch of scratch. And I may not have won any money, but in Side, I'm a winner, Don. I'm a winner. How much did you spend on uh, on uh, on tickets? On Powerball tickets? Yeah. I actually only bought two Powerball tickets. I bought them with the change I found on the floor. Of so my four dollars? Four dollars. You spent four. I hours. spent I spent fourteen dollars that week. All right. Fourteen. I That's bought. Now I bought. I spent twenty dollars. I didn't really think. I just didn't <laughs> well, want. See, so you're a loser. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to. <laughs> I just I um the little I went to like a little like a self serve kiosk machine. And um, yeah, they just print five on a ticket, and I just I just bought two tickets. Yeah, no, I just I just I had change in my pocket, Wait, so I went and I that's four dollars. No, <laughs> and there was five numbers on each ticket, but I just I bought two two sets of tickets. So you bought five tickets, but two sets of five tickets. Yes. So the kids will call that ten tickets. Two two turntables <laughs> and a microphone. All right. Well, we only have one more news story left. Thankfully, we can end this show uh. as. As soon as possible, because <laughs> this this story is actually real news. It's current news. It's important news, and it's news that will affect all of our listeners. I know we've all been deciding who to vote for for president. A lot of us can vote in the primary. Some states don't need to vote unless you're aligned to a party. But if you can vote in the Republican primary, good news: Sarah Palin made an endorsement. <laughs> I normally wait to vote till I see who someone who did not win the vice presidency is going to endorse. And this year, thankfully, Sarah Palin has finally made up her mind, and she's endorsing Donald Trump for president. Way to go. Pick the front runner. It's always a good call. <laughs> Guaranteed. Pick the front runner to endorse. You don't look like a fool no matter what happens. Especially if on the day you make that endorsement, your son is arrested for battery. Who was? So, uh, track Palin. Track Palin arrest, not for battery, but for um, oh. spousal abuse, whatever you want to call that, or girlfriend abuse, something. Either That's way, he was arrested. True story. Domestic, yeah, there domestic you go. assault. There you go. That's the words I was looking for, but I didn't write that down because I'm an idiot. So, yeah, that's uh, Sarah Palin has given Donald Trump the endorsement, which does lead to the question, do you think he'll pick her for his running mate if he does <laughs> win the nomination? Trump Palin? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the most oh. terrifying ticket you've ever seen? <laughs> I, have to admit I mean, I don't know if awful. Carson's worse or better than Palin as a, as a uh, vice presidential Man, candidate. Man, if it was, if it was, oh my God, if it was Trump Palin? Oh. Oh. I think he would lose ninety. Gun racks for America. I, I I might vote yes just just to watch. Oh no! What are you doing? Oh, just to watch. <laughs> to watch oh. bombs fly in our country. Can't uh, wait. Can't wait. Speaking of watching, have you seen this thing? Oh well, this will be our. our they're going to change the national anthem after November 2016. Are you serious? I am serious. I can't handle this. No one can. Well, 
How embarrassed are these girls going to be when they're like 17 applying for colleges and they're like, oh yeah, we're the Freedom Girls. <laughs> uh, you might remember me from, uh, by the way, I have deep voices when they get over. You might remember me. I was Freedom Girl number three. I think that, uh, Jeremy, you reached out to these girls about writing us a theme song. Yeah, they're going to get on it. <laughs> it's just going to be talking about how we made you guys made up facts about <laughs> making a murderer. Over <laughs> They're lip syncing. Well, I mean, I didn't expect a whole lot from this song to begin with, so lip syncing is not surprising. Their choreography is horrible. Well, there's seven, Don. <laughs> How did Mr. Trump respond to this? I mean, I'm pretty pretty sure he is very excited about this song. He's going to use it at all of his rallies. Do you think he thinks Stephen Avery is guilty or innocent? <laughs> you know, he listened last week, and he uh, he did not have an opinion, but then he thought every time he made an argument, that it was a good argument, and he stopped arguing. He also thought that they said RAV4. He was... I <laughs> can't tell you how excited he was to find out they didn't say RAV4. Now he's totally changed his opinion. The fact that it's just annoying to have such a discussion with somebody who insists, who absolutely insists that they said something, and it turns out, no, it didn't happen. The never get married, Tony. Ugh. <laughs> All right, everybody. See you next week. All right. Freedom and liberty everywhere. This really makes me want to move. Thank God I'm a Cherokee. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. (laughs) 